down to the library, picking out a book, check it in, check it out. Gonna say hi to the dictionary, picking out a book, check it in, check it out. In the centre of the Devon marketing town of Newton Abbott, or, well, uh, Newton, if you want to sound like a local, stands a magnificent building, the Passmore Edwards Centre. Uh, my apologies to Newtonians, but in my opinion, this 1904 Grade 2 listed building is the only building of note in their town. It deserves its Grade 2 status, standing proud as a testimony to the generosity of a Victorian benefactor. Its main use is as a library, however, unknown to most people, and indeed most Newtonians, is the fact that the first floor houses Britain's second largest collection of railway literature. It's a secret that's closely guarded. Uh, but it boasts 80,000 books, though how such a precise tally has ever been checked is unknown. Plus enough railway periodicals, steam engine photographs and line layout diagrams to fill countless signal boxes. In fact, such is the size of the collection, this proudly named Railway Study Collection occupies half of the first floor. Uh, let me see, highlights include uh, a Great Northern Railway working timetable for 1900. Uh, the one for 1901 is sadly missing, preventing a punctuality check for that year. Oh well, never mind. Um, then the Stevenson's Locomotive Society's second book of locomotive drawings which poses the question of what happened to the first one. Likewise, if I was doing an open university course in, say, uh, well, locomotive management for cle from cleaning to driving, part one, it would have been frustrating to find that the rest of this study series is currently out of stock. However, if my field of research encompassed boilers and boiler making, I could switch courses and the sure knowledge that the library had the 1878 edition of the Practical Treaties. Probably uh, in this day and age this study book would have been rebranded as The Idiot's Guide to Loco Boiler Making. Uh, well, but that's in the by and by. Uh, let me see now. Let's look at the other ones. Uh, the other side. Oh, um, right, right. Oh, yes. Then there is Fowler's Definitive Manual of Superheating Steam in Locomotives. Yeah, right. Um, other titles are hopelessly optimistic, uh, such as British Steam Trains of Tomorrow. Yeah, right. Uh, and, um, oh yeah, Steam Trains, Career with a Future for Mechanical Engineers. Sadly, for job seekers, this book is <clears throat> currently out of print. In truth, I felt sad for some of these long-forgotten books. Gear-driven rail cars and railway executives' codes for telegrams had never been loaned out. No library stamp on the front cover. <laughs> Look, I, I know, I know, I know I'm being sentimental, but I felt an urge to take them out just so they felt wanted to be read. Oh, oh sorry, I'm, I'm obviously rambling. I do apologise. Uh, 
you know, oh, oh dear. Oh, even listing these titles has a soporific effect on me. Oh yes, which brings me to the point of this story. When the great benefactor, David St. John's Thomas, bequeathed the core collection to the town, the mighty and the good must have breathed a collective sigh of exasperations. Oh no, why dump this pile of irrelevant literature on us? Oh, he must have been having a laugh. <coughs> no, what are we going to do with this mountain of out-of-date railway stock? <coughs> oh, no, no, I don't know. As history proved, the answer to the last question was to display them with great pride in the Passmore Centre, in the deluded hope that someone in Newton would have an interest in the management of long-closed railway lines. Hmm. Maybe, just maybe, there could be a revival in restaurant, car and design layout, in which case Newton's library could corner the market. Sadly, the plan failed, partly due to the fact that Newton is not on a par with more famous railway hubs, like the Swindons and Yorks of the railway world. Now, if the library had been about sheep breeding or, say, cattle rustling, the council would have been on to a winner. But that was not to be. To be fair, the council is ever optimistic. It has installed a state-of-the-art lift to accommodate future hordes of visitors drawn to the website, which boasts that their rail collection is, and I quote, the perfect setting for your journey into the past, with thousands of books, timetables, periodicals, pamphlets. Our collection has something for everyone. Hmm. Footfall at this elite library indicates to the contrary. Of course, such a valuable national asset has to be protected. So there the railway library sits in all its splendour, presided over by a full-time librarian funded by the county council. <laughs> and how do I know all this? I'll tell you. Because I visited the rail library. I, um, I was the only visitor on that day, in truth. Uh, and for all I know, that week. Uh, oh yes, it, it it is quite quiet today, but but we get many visitors. Uh, what really? What, uh, to read the railway books? I asked this lonely librarian. Oh, well, uh, well, no, no, not so many. Um, most people come here to use the study space. It's nice and quiet. It's, yes, it's lovely and quiet. What? Uh, are they studying railway history? Oh. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 it's just a nice quiet place to come and sit. Uh, they bring their own books. Really? Really? They bring their own books to the library? Wow. So, well, how many people use this floor as a real library? Uh, well, <laughs> well, uh, well uh, to be honest, uh, not that many. Well, could, could you be more precise? Well, I, I, I'm not here all the time, but we do have one member who takes out railway books. One? You mean there's one librarian serving one customer? Well, um, well, 
Uh, putting it that way, it does seem uh, extravagant. But Anorak Arby has come in three times a week, well, for more years than anyone can remember. Oh, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh, look, I, I am sorry. I, I, I shouldn't have referred to a member of the public in such a disrespectful way. Uh, yeah, I, it was impolite. Uh, please, please excuse me. Well, it didn't sound rude to me. Well, uh, thank you. You see, railway enthusiasts are nicknamed anoraks. Uh, you know, the type of men who stand at, on the ends of platform collecting engine numbers. Yeah, I, I have heard the term. It's because they wear anoraks, I guess. Well, yes, exactly. Uh, anyway, our regular is really called Arbuthnot Jones. I know that is his real name, as it's on his library membership card. He's a lovely gentleman, well, rather crusty at times and a bit of a recluse. But, but I, I know uh, he likes to be called by his nickname. He, he doesn't mind being called that at all. Well, that's really nice. Yes, as I say, I think he's lonely, so uh, he likes me to be friendly. Uh, actually, he's returning a book today, so you might even meet him. And, uh, well, what about you? Does, does railway history interest you? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> far, far too dry for me. Well, then your job must be both boring and lonely. Well, uh, as I say, it's nice and quiet up here. Good for a, a sneaky doze, uh, though the bright lighting is a problem. Uh, and I bring my own books. Oh. Well, at the end of that conversation, I decided just to look around the library. And true enough, around 3pm, an elderly man with white hair emerges from the lift and feeds a library book through the electronic scanner and nods to the librarian. Anorak Arby, reporting for duty, love. Oh, yes, it, it's nice to have you back, Mr Jones. We have another Anorak with us uh, today. Hope it's not too crowded here for you today. <laughs> Make yourself at home. Make yourself at home. I nodded to Mr Jones, but having got no response, decided to sit down at a study table. I pretended to read the British Rail Depot Directory for 1923 while studying the newcomer, contemplating how much this lonely rail enthusiast was costing taxpayers. Hmm. However, my studies were short-lived as he obviously found the book he was looking for and went towards the checkout. Mr Jones walked briskly past the exit, passed his new book loan through the scanner and got into the lift and left. That was it. As it happened, the librarian had left her vigil, presumably for a comfort break, as a P is called nowadays in polite circle. So I wandered over to the return books pile and out of curiosity picked up the one left by Mr Jones. It was Railway Carriage Wagons Builder's Pocket Book. Hardly tripped off the tongue. And certainly a bedtime read, I thought. Would send anyone off to sleep. I then casually thumbed through the pages and got the shock of my life. I, I nearly dropped the book. Every word, and I mean every word, had been etched out with a thick black marker pen. And I mean each word. No strike through of a whole line. Each word. It must have taken ages. <laughs>
I was amazed. I didn't know what to think. I put the book down and an impulse made me head back to the racks of rail books. Of those I picked up, at least 80% were defaced in the same way. Not one word could be read. It was vandalism on a truly epic scale. Have you uh, found anything that grabs your fancy? called out the returning librarian. Um, uh, no, uh, uh, no, nothing, but I, I, um, I have discovered something very unusual. Oh, and, uh, what is that? I hesitated. What business was it of mine? A library of unopened books no one could read even if they wanted to? It had a certain mystical charm, all of its own. Um, oh, um, yeah, well, um, mm, uh, nothing really, just that I might well get into the subject with a little more time, I blurted out as I headed for the lift. Then you're always welcome. It's nice to be busy. Makes the day go quicker. Goodbye. Goodbye. I retreated outside into the market square and decided to have a a coffee and chew the whole matter over. The irony of having a council library without either customers or words was beyond parody. <laughs> you you couldn't make it up, even if writing fiction. As I went to sit down, I spied Mr Jones sitting at a neighbouring table. The engineer's and fireman's examination guide was unopened by his coffee cup. Uh, excuse me, uh... Uh, if I'm right, I think you are uh, Mr. Jones. I was wondering if I could join you. Free world. <laughs> ah, you know me. <coughs> well, um, well, I, I, I don't. Uh, but I heard the librarian talking to you when you returned your railway book. <laughs> what of it? Well, um, do you mind if I ask a question? As I said. <coughs> Free world. <coughs> no, don't expect an answer. Right. Um, my, my question is this. Why do you cross out the words in all those books? Huh? Ah. Ah. <coughs> ah. So you know, do you? Guess it had to happen eventually. Oh, d- don't worry yourself. I, I won't tell. and It's none of my business. No, it ain't. Though it's all one to me whether you tell or not. I don't care. Well, why hasn't anyone noticed before now? (coughs) Simple, mate. Simple. No one ever takes out the books. When I return them, they're scanned electronically. And the librarian puts them back on the shelf without checking them. But, but, But I'm curious. Why do you do it? I hate them. Uh, hate who? Railway. Railway bosses, of course. Gave my life to British Rail. <coughs> Quarter of a century of hard graft. Then they sell out the rail track. Bunch of money-grabbing wasters. <coughs> Make me redundant. Not even a thank you. Just show me the door. <coughs> I hate them. Oh, uh, and the books? <coughs> Well, 
sort of revenge. They they robbed me out of existence. Guess I'm returning the favour. Besides, something to do in it. No job, no prospects. No, nothing except bad memories. But, but isn't it vandalism? <coughs> well, if you say so, I, I, I say it's art. Some people use colouring books, you know, to relax. Some people do jigsaws. For me, it's rubbing out the past, covering up railway words. It's cathartic. Mr Jones stood up to go. Yeah. <coughs> that makes me happy. Anyway, i only got just about 9,000 books to go. Get through three a week. Oh, so they should see me out. As long as you don't let on. Your, your secret's safe with me, Mr Jones. Uh, goodbye. Yeah, well, whatever. Whatever. <coughs> so, dear listener, next time you're in Newton Abbott, visit the Rail Library in the Passmore Edwards Centre's first floor. But respect the quiet please sign. And do not tell the librarian our secret. Let her, main, her maintain her lonely vigil protecting Britain's second largest collection of railway books. Or should the boast now be the world's largest library of unread and unread unreadable books? I like books and they like me, so when I go to the library, I sit down in my favorite chair and check to see who's there. Maybe one book, maybe two, take me home, says Winnie the Pooh, and if we have to travel far, I'll bring my honey jar. Oh, I'm going down to the library, picking out a book, check it in, check it out. Gonna say hi to the dictionary, picking out a book.